It's the Smart Driving Cars podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with the Faculty Chair of Autonomous Vehicle Engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Hi again, Alan. Uh, Good morning, Fred. Good morning, everyone. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, What Tesla calls its Smart Summon feature is now being used by customers who prepaid for it. They can use their phones to have their Tesla startup drive to their location and pick them up, provided it's within a couple hundred feet. Tesla says more capabilities are coming, and our friend Russ Mitchell in the LA Times mentions the wow factor when people see this. But, uh, Alan, for you, it sounds like more of an ow factor. It, yes. Uh, it, you know, for responsible uh, Tesla owners, uh, that's good. It is smart summon. Uh, for the irresponsible ones, it's really stupid summon. And, uh, unfortunately, it just takes a, a few irresponsible owners who uh, who's just going to ruin it for everybody because uh, you know this is uh, this is basically playing with fire, and um, and uh, somebody somebody's going to get burned, and when somebody gets burned, then everybody gets burned, uh, and so this is this is at this point in time, you know I think totally irresponsible, and that's why I've I've dubbed it as stupid summon. Uh, really, I, I, you know, I can't walk to my car. I have to go, oh, here, puppy dog, come here, come here, and, and, and summon my, my car. I mean, uh, how entitled do I have to be to do that, to, to, to think that this is uh, something that I really want? I mean, uh, come on. And, and, of course, fine, if you want to pull it, have, pull it out of your garage uh, you know, to you and your, and your driveway, that's fine. Uh, but then, you know, there's going to be the, the irresponsible ones and they're going to go out there and say, oh, can I, uh, can I uh, have it come from one parking lot to the other across the street? Uh, well, you know, uh, yeah. And what's going on there? And, and sure, do it in a Costco parking lot. And, uh, and what happens uh, when it runs over a kid? I mean, you know, it's just... It's just playing with fire, and and um, and unfortunately, this this uh, it's only going to take one or two, and then uh, all the the writers who write nothing but clickbait will then you know put it out there and uh, and try to get clicks off of it, and uh, and it's just gonna gonna ruin it because because. Uh, uh, driverless mobility is a serious topic, and it's to provide mobility, uh, not to have your car come to you. And uh, for you, that for those of you, us that are that are able to be mobile, it's really to provide mobility to, to for those who who uh, aren't so mobile, or for those who um, who really uh, don't want to drive or or can't drive a car. And that's the reason for the mo- for the driverless, and and uh, and also if we can get people to share it and have it be affordable, then it's to provide a affordable mobility um, uh, to everybody. Uh, but uh, this is uh, then going to get into the mix. It's going to be perceived as as being. Um, what others are, are trying to do that are trying to provide mobility and uh, and the first hiccup on this uh, is is just going to uh, 
generate clickbait and perceptions that, oh my goodness, we're being invaded and uh, let's um, uh, let's uh, make sure that uh, it doesn't happen. So uh, um, I'm not happy at all about this. I think uh, he should. And Tesla, avoid- Tesla has their warning uh, for the drivers saying they're responsible for their car. I have to monitor it. Uh, I think it's supposed to keep it line of sight, et cetera. Of course, not, not you, enough, though. Of course, use responsibly. Fine. Who cares? Great. Have a ball. All you Silicon Valley people who want to just summon this and summon this, that, that, and have Alexa do this for me and Alexa do that for me. Sure. Uh, you know, go for it. It's the irresponsible ones. And it doesn't take many of them. And just to ruin it for everybody, because now this is, you know, it's oh, fire is very good but you shouldn't play with it, you know? And people are already doing that. Some right. some are being irresponsible with it. We're seeing those stories. Right, already. you know, because what? They get to post something on, on, on uh, Instagram or something or whatever and get their 15 seconds of fame and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's just oh, so d- disappointing. I mean, just... It's just unnecessary. And so uh, I think that, you know, several things should be done. I guess I would like to suggest that maybe the federal government uh, or NHTSA basically um, uh, require Tesla to pull this because it, it it is irresponsible. But I don't want to ask for that. Uh, but um, I should uh, ask for the insurance companies to make sure that everybody who who uses this um, uh, or has this in their car has to pay an extra premium to take a, take into account um, uh, the um, the um, uh, liabilities associated with with its uh, irresponsible use. Uh, and uh, and in fact, uh, I think that the court should look at this as as in some sense. Uh, uh, activity that um, that is really, um, in some sense, uh, uh, premeditation, and so therefore, in terms of if anybody actually uh, gets hurt by it, um, uh, it should be um, it should be uh, so uh, looked upon uh, by the by the court system. And uh, of course, uh, then, the, then the the penalties associated with it, uh, because they are premeditated, um, and um, uh, should be uh, uh, appropriately more severe, uh, because the bad things are going to happen, and um, and it's the oh I didn't know uh, sort of thing. Um, can't uh, you, you don't have an excuse with this one. And they really should this uh, the court should view this as uh, premeditated harm and 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 demonstrating uh, extreme indifference to human life. Uh, so um, maybe that will kind of you know put some cold water on all the irresponsible uh, uses of this. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the NTSB is out with a preliminary report on an accident in Florida back on March 1st in which a Tesla on autopilot hit a tractor trailer that was crossing a highway, uh, shearing the top off, killing the driver. Familiar story. 
Yeah, familiar story. I mean, it, it looks like it's Joshua Brown um, all over again, and, and it really is, uh, you know, same type of highway, same type of situation. Um, uh, a, a, a trucker uh, basically uh, doesn't see uh, the Tesla coming down the road and, and basically crosses in front of it and might have even stopped. And, of course, the Tesla approaches it and uh, – and uh, the automated emergency braking system uh, uh, sees a, uh, um, a, a an object in the lane ahead, but because it's stationary, uh, disregards it. And of course, the vehicle passes underneath it and shears the top off because, um, because the automated emergency uh, braking system isn't capable of determining a cross-section of, of um, uh, a head uh, that the, the car can pass under. Uh, and it um, and since uh, most of the objects that one uh, uh, senses as one goes down the road that are in your lane ahead uh, and are stationary are overpasses or signs or or uh, tree um, uh, tree branches uh, that in fact you can pass under. Um, and, but every once in a while you. Uh, it's a broadside of a tractor trailer for which you can't pass under uh, the um, uh, the uh, trailer and it cheers the top off and you die. What's your perspective uh, as, as to why this is so hard to get right to fix? Uh, because because uh, because the 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 processing that is going on focuses on the the. the driving surface ahead and edge detection of the edges of the roadway and uh, and that uh, stationary objects are as you're going down the road um, dominate the the objects uh, that are seen by by the systems uh, because most of the things um, that are around you as you drive by down the road are not moving objects. Uh, they're stationary objects. And uh, <clears throat> these systems aren't perfect in terms of their location. And so sometimes it's a stationary object that's really to the side of, of the lane ahead that uh, for a, a brief instant of time or every once in a while um, has a, a, a false reading of being in your lane ahead, or it's, the, it's an overpass, or it's a sign, uh, or it's a traffic light, um, or it's a tree branch, uh, or it's a, a wire that, that, that's, that's on the, that, that is, that is in uh, seen in the lane ahead, <clears throat> but all these things normally you can pass under them. Um, so, uh, but but what is not measured and what is seemingly not well uh, determined is how high above the pavement is this ob a stationary object that is being sensed. So if you look at the, certainly I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen the display uh, of the information that is being, um, that is being um, uh, analyzed as one goes down the road uh, that defines the height 
uh, above the road of an object that is, of a stationary object that is um, uh, sensed in the road ahead. So you see bounding boxes with pedestrians and bicyclists and motorcyclists and, and cars and so on. Um, and you're, they're located in, uh, in, in the road ahead. And you see other objects as signs and overpasses and uh, other and, and, and telephone poles and buildings and, and roadside furniture and so on <clears throat> uh, identified in the images um, in terms of their distance. Uh, from the uh, nose of the um, of the vehicle ahead, uh, but I've never seen um, an arrow indicating uh, how high above uh, the road surface um, uh, a, a sign or an overpass is, uh, as determined by the um, by the um, sensing system. And um, why? Because that's uh, that's just not one of the data elements that is. It's it's difficult to to compute to to determine because so, it changes uh, with the perspective in terms of distance, well, etc. Well, How if you if you look at a <laughs> if you actually look at an image that has an overpass ahead with a road going underneath it out to infinity, you don't know exactly where that overpass is in the depth range of the, uh, of the road surface ahead. And so, and given that road surface as, as whether or not it's continuing as a, as a, as a plane or has some curvature associated with that, with it in that road ahead as to whether or not you can actually pass underneath it. And that distance is, is not easy to determine. And, and the algorithms haven't been focused on, on computing that. And, and uh, the, um, the um, uh, deep learning algorithms in terms of their training, I, I don't know of a training set that includes the, the height of the overpass uh, that is in the image ahead. Um, and so, uh, and, and there hasn't been a, a focus on determining a cross-section, uh, a, 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 an available cross-section uh, for the vehicle ahead. And, and I think, um, you know, this requires a somewhat of a different um, mindset in, in, the, in the development of the, um, of the uh, sensing algorithms. And so um, um, I think that's the root of the problem. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I wish some other people would weigh in and, um, and, and certainly the NTSB seems to be generally clueless about this um, for some reason. And they certainly haven't emphasized it, or at least I haven't, I haven't seen it. Maybe, you know, one of our listeners can, can educate me on this. Well, on the brighter side, I suppose, uh, Tesla this week said it delivered a record 97,000 vehicles last quarter. Some investors had expected more. Not everybody's happy on Wall Street, perhaps. But as you point out in the latest newsletter, pretty impressive numbers nonetheless. Yeah, pretty impressive numbers. And, and you know, there's still a bunch of shorters out there. And, of course, you know, they... <laughs> 
they're out there want to want to provide their their own uh, spin to to whatever information. Uh, so I don't own Tesla either on the positive side or the negative side. So uh, whatever. Um, um, uh, uh, I think it's impressive. I, I I think it's it's impressive. It's impressive they built them and it's impressive they're selling them and uh, and people are buying them and I think they're buying them uh, as I've suggested not only uh, for the various reasons but uh, but also because they have autopilot and um, and I just hope they don't ruin it with uh, with um, stupid summon. Well, if you compare them to what other companies are doing uh, selling EVs, they're so far ahead. So far ahead, yeah, because they're they're what I don't know, fifty eight percent of the of the EV sales um, um, in the United States so far. I mean, that that's a for a car company with that many uh, competitors out there provide uh, uh, with vehicles. That is an impressive market share. Uh, Tesla has announced the purchase of DeepScale, uh, a startup focused on uh, deep neural networks, artificial intelligence. Maybe it'll help solve some of the problems we've been talking about. But interesting well, yeah, move. I, I, interesting move, and I think you know they're 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 purchasing talent. You know they're purchasing people more than than algorithms, and and, and I think you know that's right now that's the competition. The competition is is to get the is to get the really good people to. Uh, to come to work and focus on on their issues and and i think that that's a, that's a good move for them that's you know one needs good people we're not done with tesla yet one, one more elon musk has given everyone an update on the spacex starship and super heavy launch vehicle wow uh, wow <laughs> yeah i mean you know uh that it is really something because uh not only uh, with all the stuff that that he's doing with um, uh with tesla but but uh, uh spacex's and 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 his his vision for really um uh going to mars is um is uh is is almost substantive and uh and he's there building mock-ups of these things, and and uh, and this is um, uh, this is really impressive. Uh, he, he put on an event on September 28th, the, the 11th anniversary of uh, SpaceX's uh, first um, uh, orbital insertion, uh, and uh, and displayed his mock-up of uh, of the Starship. Uh, which is um, a reusable um, um, uh, reentry vehicle that uh, uh, that both that he can use both in taking um, uh, tourists uh, in orbit or to the moon, uh, and he claims uh, could also be used uh, to um, uh, go to go to Mars and and return. And it's just impressive in terms of the um, the speed to which. Um, the development is taking place, and um, and all the the uh, re- real time design uh, that is uh, uh, that is ongoing and doing it. And I and uh, he um, he talks about his philosophy in terms of uh, of uh, making things. And really, uh, the difficult thing is asking the right question. Uh, once you ask the right question, uh, the answers are easy, 
which I think has implications in our whole education system today. Uh, you know, now that we have um, essentially Google to to answer and Alexa to answer the questions, the really tough part is the formulation of the question. And in fact, um, that's where education uh, really needs to focus on is uh, is uh, the capability uh, to be the creative in terms of asking the right question. And along with some other um, philosophical um, uh, uh, comments on uh, on his approaches to um, to design and and uh, and innovation, and I think it's um, I certainly had fun listening to uh, to, to it. It go, goes on for quite a while, and um, and um, I'll invite um, those um, uh, through the uh, newsletter to uh, uh, maybe also. Uh, spend a little time and check out the newsletter time. click on the link and, and sit back <laughs> so, and enjoy sit back and enjoy right what's going on in this uh, space was the subject of a tweet by president trump recently he called hyundai's four billion dollar venture with aptive big news uh yeah i mean uh, yeah that is that is somewhat uh, big news uh, I, I don't yeah right it, it is big news uh, people are partnering up as 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 we have commented and and as uh, as we um, indicated michael senna did uh, very well in terms of um, uh this the description of who's lining up with whom in his latest dispatcher and uh, and so, uh, yes, um, uh, the Donald came in and had a few comments. But, I mean, he has so many tweets, whatever. We better not get into that. Right. We don't want to get into that. Well, Alan, you were out in Silicon Valley this past week for a conference called the World Safety Summit on Autonomous Technology. Attendees heard from a range of leaders from companies like Aurora and Velodyne, which organized this. And you were moderating a panel as well. Tell us about yeah. some of the takeaways and what went on. Well, it was it was really very good. They had an excellent lineup of, of uh, people. Uh, Ermson uh, was great, uh, um, and uh, and so so was everybody else. Uh, it, it was, there were great dis uh, discussions. Larry Burns um, had a wonderful presentation uh, on uh, not only his autonomy uh, but uh, moving beyond autonomy and and it was it was wonderful uh, the focus was on safety um, um, I think uh, you know there there were representatives from uh, from uh, mad the mothers against uh, drunk drivers although I, I really do think that that uh, we need to get our terminology straight on all this. We need to be very careful um, uh, because um, if we really want to deal with um, with uh, 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 drunk driving or or under the influence, uh, this the system has to be driverless. We can't mix it up. A Tesla cannot. Uh, let you have another an extra drink um, at your restaurant because it can't take you from from the restaurant to your to your kitchen door 
um, uh, by itself. Uh, it is self-driving. Uh, it might be able to do it uh, uh, a certain percentage of the way, but that it, it can't do it 100% of the way. And since it can't get you uh, from uh, where you're having the, that extra cocktail to, uh, to your home, uh, then, um, then it, it, it's, it's not usable. Um, when you give your keys to somebody, uh, to, to drive you at home, it, it's not just to drive you, let's say on the freeway portion and you'll handle it, getting it to the freeway and from the freeway, uh, they have to get you, uh, you give them the keys to get you, uh, again, from the restaurant, uh, to your home. And, uh, and so that has to be very, very, uh, 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 well known, well understood, and and without confusion, else uh, people are going to think, oh, my Tesla can do this. Well, it can't. Uh, your stupid summon can't. Um, uh, really, uh, today nobody can. The only people that can are the people you give your keys to, or um, uh, an Uber driver, or a Lyft driver, or a taxi driver. And um, and there should be um, absolutely no confusion about that. But besides that, uh, it was a, it was an excellent um, uh, uh, day, um, and even uh, Velodyne um, were, was showing a, um, a new uh, lidar that they have that they've installed uh, on a on a, a Tesla Model Three that they've that they purchased. Uh, it, it doesn't have a, you know, a bubble gum machine sticking up or anything. It, it is well camouflaged in the vehicle. So it certainly doesn't uh, hurt the, uh, uh, the appearance of the vehicle uh, for which um, uh, they're suggesting, Hey, um, maybe Tesla uh, should look at, at LIDAR to help it. It's automated emergency braking system. Uh, so that um, it um, it determines um, uh, how um, uh, uh, what the uh, w that there is an available cross section uh, ahead that the Tesla can pass under objects that are in the lane ahead, as we were discussing earlier, uh, before uh, it then decides to disregard them. Uh, uh, so, um, uh, but um, I don't know how much headway uh, Velodyne is making to having um, uh, Elon Musk uh, sort of say, "Well, uh, maybe uh, maybe we do need um, uh, lidar to help us with this particular problem uh, associated um, with our our current system." Interesting choice by Velodyne, given that uh, Musk has more or less disparaged the whole idea of lidar in the past. Right, and so I think from Velodyne, I'm not speaking for Velodyne again, but but uh, again, uh, Velodyne must be saying, well, look, uh, you know, you have a problem, and uh, maybe you can solve it, but you have a problem, and uh, we might have a solution, and uh, and maybe we should talk. Interesting, and you mentioned Uber and Lyft, uh, and LAX is going to be banning Uber and Lyft from curbside pickups. Passengers are going to have to take uh, shuttles to get to them. I mean, I, I don't know how much bad news uh, those two companies can 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 withstand because this is more bad news. This is my goodness. Here here is a a good system for people to get to and from airports, especially and and people that that 
uh, usually can afford it. Not well, doesn't matter whether they can afford it. Many of those folks are are passing the the the, the tab on to to somebody else. So in some sense, they almost don't care what they're being charged for it because somebody else is paying. And um, and here it is that um, that um, LAX uh, uh, wants to basically make them uh, so that they're not very attractive. Um, they claim that it's because of all the construction that's going on with their new terminals, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe they should figure out how to do the construction and and uh, not have the construction cause congestion. And, and asking the people to go uh, take a shuttle out to some area, um, uh, well, you know, uh, I don't know. It's as if flying is not enough of a headache already, right? Uh, yeah, as if you know, as if they didn't make it a total headache with respect to uh, to uh, the security, and then getting us in there, um, and then uh, trapping us in those in those uh, in, in security areas while we, while you go through all that hassle, and now you know, uh, all of a sudden there was uh, there was an improvement in air travel. At least it, it, you didn't have to pay the exorbitant parking rates that they charge, and you could you could actually um, you know um, uh, have a convenient way to to get to and from airports. Uh, now they want to ruin that. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, I guess people should just drive or forget going distant places and and the hell with the air industry. <laughs> There was a story this past week in the Washington Post uh, with the headline, Silicon Valley pioneered self-driving cars, but some of its tech-savvy residents don't want them tested in their neighborhoods. Yeah, and one of the things that I did do while I was um, out there um, in um, in uh, Santa Clara was, of course, uh, rode around with Ken Pyle in uh, in um, in Mountain View, uh, following um, uh, Waymo vehicles around, um, and um, and there were, of course, a. Uh, uh, quite a few of them out there uh, on the streets and we followed some around uh, I was I was hoping that um, that uh, they would do not just doing testing that they were actually moving some people uh, and I wanted to talk to some people who um, who who came out of the vehicles but none of the vehicles that we were following I guess they were just doing testing uh, they weren't really uh, uh, providing uh, any of the mobility under their PU uh, public utilities license uh, so I didn't get to do that but um, but uh, I don't know I <laughs> Um, they, they seem to be working really well. I was pretty impressed. Um, uh, so, um, with, with the way they, they were operating and I just, I just wanted to do it as, as maybe, you know, one of those folks, uh, that the article talks about, uh, saying, uh, how would I like them to be driving up and down my street? And, um, uh, they certainly, uh, seem to be behaving properly. Uh, but I guess, um, as with anybody, um, you know, there are going to be a few people that say, well, you know, this is a, this is a, an intrusion in my neighborhood and I don't want them. And, and it certainly uh, was a focus of our our community meeting that we had uh, not two weeks ago uh, here in Princeton and will be the focus of other community meetings that we have. I think it's important to get uh, the 
the residents and the public uh, that live along the streets where these vehicles are going to operate to to, uh, to at least put up with them, if not welcome them. Uh, because if they don't put up with them or welcome them, then uh, we saw what happened to scooters and 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 their banning, and uh, and we're seeing what uh, what. Uh, LAX is doing to Uber and Lyft, not welcoming them as as uh, as good stewards is of improving uh, the 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 um, uh, the accessibility of the airport to uh, to people, uh, just trying to make it tough on them and 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 so um, so um, we need to pay attention to this and and groundwork uh, needs to be done to be sure that uh, these that everybody uh, sees uh, the value and, and the benefit of the mobility that's being provided by these systems and um, and uh, welcomes them into their community well that was certainly a great start in, in Princeton a couple of weeks back so, uh... yeah I mean we're trying and, and we're going to do it in Trenton and we'll do it in in, in West Windsor and and throughout the Mercer County and we're going to see if we can we can uh, create an atmosphere where, uh, where once uh, these systems are providing uh, mobility, especially to the mobility um, disadvantaged or the mobility marginalized, and to everybody else also, that that in fact they're they're seen as a as an enhancement to the quality of the, our, our lives and the quality of the community, and and are welcomed by the community. Finally, the Guardian ran a report about uh, work to be to bring driverless cars to the streets in Britain, reaching a milestone, saying Ford Mondeos uh, fitted with automated technology from the UK tech firm Oxbotica, I think that's how it's pronounced, operated on public roads around the former Olympic Park in Stratford. And you you talk about some of the confusion with the with the language here. Yeah, again, it's confusion with the language. This is this is uh, driver driverless, as the California Public Utilities Commission has called it, and it's fine. And go out there and try it, try it in a park area. Great. Um, is this really where where people are coming from and going to? At least. In, you know, in in California, in 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 Mountain View, and so on, uh, the the Waymo vehicles are providing, you know, trips uh, of uh, for that are that are that are part of what the demand is of going from A to B in in that area. Uh, certainly in Chandler, that's what they're doing. Uh, that's what they're do, uh, extending uh, in Phoenix, uh, providing mobility. Uh, the objective of all this is to provide mobility um, in, in situations where where um, it would be too expensive uh, to uh, to have to pay for a driver and, and make it too expensive. And, and so it becomes unaffordable. Um, the, the, the great thing about the car is that is that we've chosen to those of us that, that are able to afford it, we've chosen to buy these and uh, and 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 when we use them, uh, not charge ourselves for our time uh, and labor in driving them. Our, our perception is that uh, that piece of it is free, um, and and in fact, you know, when 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 the federal uh, when the IRS allows us fifty eight cents per mile of write off of our car, I mean, 
um, in, in, in providing mobility that we have to, um, that, that, that we need as part, as part of a, a task that, that is, that the IRS would, would, would uh, deem to be uh, uh, reimbursable. The IRS uh, can, uh, perceives us as, as providing free labor. I mean, they've they've implied that otherwise uh, that charge should not be that that write off should not be fifty eight cents a mile. It should be it should be uh, you know a dollar fifty eight two fifty eight and and you know and and for anybody in Silicon Valley it might be you know a hundred and fifty eight dollars. <laughs> I mean, you know, for those guys, I mean, of course they deserve to be paid. That those rates per hour, and 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 so we we've gone with this perception. So of course that's why the card seems seems to be so fantastic. And then some somebody says, oh, um, but if you're going to be chauffeured by by somebody else, now you have to pay for pay for them. Well, why aren't we paying ourselves? Um, well, you know, people would say, well, it's just not get the revenue. Well, maybe you deserve it. You didn't, you didn't get to do the other things that, that you were able to do. Uh, but then if we have a, now, if we get a computer to do this, um, and with the sensors and as we've argued many times, this is all sort of Moore's lawish, the, the cost of the sensors in, at scale is going to be zero. The cost of the, uh, of the, um, uh, the computer is going to be zero essentially at scale because it gets written off on such a such a large volume that the, its unit cost is close to zero. So then all of a sudden, the cost of the driver is zero, and so we are at fifty eight cents or fifty cents uh, a vehicle mile. And if you get two people in there, we're down at a quarter and. And if you believe Elon, we might be at 18 cents. Uh, you know, I guess you need a really cheap um, Model 3, but maybe we get to that point. Um, and and, and that, that becomes affordable mobility. And, and that's what we're all chasing. And that's what we think it would be really great to then be able to provide to everyone, not just uh, the folks who, who can afford or, or are capable of, uh, of owning a car, uh, everyone that this kind of mobility where where the only thing you're paying for the operating costs you're not paying for a driver cost and um, and that's what we're uh, to me that's the value of the technology and uh, and that's why I remain interested in it as opposed to uh, really going after Elon's starship and going to Mars which is where I think I originally wanted to go but that's a different story. And an interesting one, which we'll talk about maybe in a future <laughs> edition. Well, that's it for this edition. You can find us at smartdrivingcar.com, also on Anchor FM, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple, Google, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and more. You can ask that smart speaker to play us. You can find my tech reports at textonation.com. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Alan Kornhauser. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, everybody, and a great weekend.